When it comes to the paranormal, does proof actually exist? Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Hi everyone, Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys. So delighted that you're joining me today. That of course is a big question. Can we find proof, unequivocal proof, that phenomena actually exist, a whole range of phenomena. This is a question that uh, we're parsing pretty heavily these days on a brand new series from the History Channel called The Proof is Out There, hosted by veteran investigative journalist Tony Harris. Tony is my guest today, and I'm smiling broadly because, wow, what a great, vibrant discussion we had. Yes, we pose that question, not just to one another, but to the audience. Could it be that we could actually by the measurement that we use to find proof, actually find proof when it comes to extraordinary phenomena. And with the show, The Proof is Out There, we go through a whole range of extraordinary, and I would dare say enigmatic uh, footage that has come in from all over the world. We talked about that, Tony and I, but I am loving the fact that we really brought this down to a human level and a philosophical uh, level, a conversation about why it is so important to really acknowledge and be transparent about conversations having to do with the unexplainable, but not in a woo-woo way, in a very serious way. We are approaching, I think, a new era when it comes to where we put these enigmatic experiences that I say have been ubiquitous in our lives forever. So Tony and I talk about that. Of course, we talk about the show. You'll get a little, a little uh, teaser as to uh, the episode that's coming up uh, tomorrow, actually. And yeah, we talk about a whole bunch of things. I was so delighted to have Tony Harris on the show. So without further ado, let's get to it. My interview, my conversation with Tony Harris, the host of The Proof is Out There. Okay, so listen, guys, I'm going to now talk to the audience because I don't know we're going to produce this after the fact. And I don't know how I'm going to segue smoothly into this, but we're on and I'm on. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm on with investigative journalist extraordinaire. And I think my new friend, Mr. Yeah, Harris. And we're just having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're just have, that's what we're doing. And we're bringing the journey. I call my audience the journeyers, bringing them into the, what I think is a very critical and really uh, a, a deep dive into what the heck is going on. We are going to attempt to solve the world's problems in 30 minutes or less, just like what the proof is out there, just so you know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, are you enjoying the show? I mean... I am difficult sort of task for the production team and for you. Thank thank goodness um, we were able to to get you and you know work out the logistics of getting you in the show and you know well, shoot I'm humbled and I'm whatever else. But are you enjoying it? I am enjoying. I will say, and I'm going to give a shout out to our beloved executive producer Miguel Sancho, who I had the pleasure of working so closely with over the summer and talking about the very things that you and I are talking about. Right. And I will say what I said to Miguel when y'all first approached me back in August, I think it was. Mm -hmm. I'm delighted just to see more of the presence of this sort of enigmatic phenomena coming to a mainstream audience. Um, and because I'm a big advocate of exploring the mystery in order to understand who we are as human beings, this is part and parcel of it. I don't do this for the sake of novelty. 
I do it because I think it's an integral part of our existence. And we may in fact have a symbiotic relationship with whatever it is we're interfacing with. That's right. That being authentic phenomena. Now we know there's a lot of fake stuff out there. That's what proof is out there is in part there to do is to meet that out. But I am enjoying, I'm, I think I'm, I'm just more excited about it becoming more of a ubiquitous topic, topics, the unexplained. I wish it were longer. Yeah, I hope we get there. I mean, I think there, I think there's, you know, terrific room for growth in it, and I'm glad more and more people are finding it. Um, particularly the fact that people are finding in it in a tough kind of cable environment right now. If you if you look at what's dominating um, cable television right now, it's it's news, and rightfully so. I mean, mm. you know, we we like to think of us as as ourselves as a kind of a fun and important show, but. We're not more important than, you know, the country and the democracy and the republic and all those sorts of things. And so, you know, I appreciate that people are, are turning to news and trying to get more information on what's going on. And I'm also appreciative of the fact that people are, are finding us as well. So yay for that. But I, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you if you had the same sense of the show that, that I'm coming to more and more. Uh, I, I do see us as a place where uh, we can sort of debunk what needs to be debunked. We're not above putting some some crazy shit on so that we can have a little fun with it. But I, I, I think that the real power of the show is going to be when we coalesce around the events, the videos, the episodes that we kind of deem as a team, right? As verifiable. And at that point, deserving of even closer scrutiny. I think mm-hmm. that's the point at which we have the ability as a program to really take off. And if we can get to a place where we're knocking off and dismissing and moving to the far fringes, you know, the clever hoaxers and whatever else and the deep fakes and whatever else, and, and can coalesce around a couple of buckets of really significant events. Absolutely, yes. Um, and, and then dig into those, uh, which for me means that the program you know, gets a little longer, maybe we get specials and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I think we can do some really important work. Absolutely. There, I, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, you got to look at a couple of things going on. As a matter of fact, I'm going to stop you right there. And, you know, I knew this was going to happen, but can you tell who's interviewing who here? <laughs> I'll give you permission, Tony, because y'all. You, thank you. Thank you. you, thank you. Yeah, before, before I even answer that question, I want for the benefit of the audience, we happen to have a little clip from oh, Tony wow. and yours truly. The proof is out there. So we're going to watch that right now. And on the other side of it, I'll answer your question. So let's take a look. Tonight on The Proof is Out There, is this video proof of aliens underwater? This was a UFO that ended up turning into an unidentified submerged object. Is this photo proof a prehistoric predator still exists? What severed the shark? How big could that have been? And is this proof a famous shipwreck is still sailing? Around the globe are videos. What the heck is this? Photos and sounds that defy explanation. Is it some kind of unidentified object? A plane that was literally frozen in the air. What are they? Some sort of bizarre mutation. Extraordinary claims need extraordinary proof. I'm Tony Harris, and as a journalist for more than 30 years, I've followed the facts where they take me. 
Now I'm bringing that spirit of investigation to the world's strangest sounds and images. We'll analyze each one with top experts. It's a credible case. It's a credible video. And pass a verdict on what it is. This video was clearly faked. The Proof starts now. The History Channel original series, The Proof is out there. All new, Tuesdays at 10 on The History Channel. Well, there you go. How's that for a little bit of a teaser? Do you not want to tune in on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central? Of course you do. And, you know, that was a nice sample. I want to give a shout out to a uh, part of the team on the History Channel, Kirby. Thank you for sending that over to me. Uh, so uh, do we want to answer the question? Or really, that was a nice little sample of what we're looking at and how we're looking at it. You know and what I, I, I also enjoy about it? And, and I... You know, I'm reminding people of this when when I talk about the show is um, you and the other experts who are on the program are serious minded about it, but you don't take yourselves too seriously. And you clearly tell that I don't take myself too seriously. But, you know, I'm one of those guys who as a kid, um, you know, would, would actually look to the heavens. And, and I wondered, like everybody at some point or another, wonders, are we alone in the universe? And you know, my answer to that question was always, I don't think we're alone in the universe. And how many universes are there? How many galaxies are there out there? And, and but I, I didn't have the, I didn't have the proof, <laughs> so I wasn't going to jump on a soapbox. So right. Know. So here's something I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, when Miguel was asking me, I think during film day, what do you think of the title? What the proof is out there? I said, well, let me tell you. Let me answer it this way. I love quoting other people. One of the people I love quoting is a physicist by the name of Dr. Dean Radin, who's well known in the consciousness space. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing him once say, and I've used this in lectures and other talks. He says, the only place that you will find proof is in mathematics and in alcohol. That's right. And in and I And in alcohol, as in 180 proof, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. I love these quotes. I'm like, yeah, I'm like feeling that. that one. And But I think it's so apropos because look, guys. Here's a part of the message that I have. We were born with two hemispheres of a brain, the left and right. The left is known to be more rational. I'm looking for proof. I need. I have to see it to believe it, et cetera. Ego is also included. The right brain, as another colleague of mine uh, has said, kind of sits back in a state of observation and says, hmm, that's interesting. It is time for us to take the left brain a bit off the gas pedal and let the right brain take its proper, proper place of prominence. At a very minimum, we must have equilibrium. We may never know proof as our left brain understands it to be. Uh, I say experience is what will always supersede mm -hmm. proof. And that's how I feel. I don't think science has the instruments to measure okay. the experience that people have. Go ahead. Continue. Can I build on that? Yes, please do. So I, you never know how these programs, and, and Kirby's heard me say this. We've mentioned Kirby a couple of times. She should be on the call with us. But <laughs> but uh, I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times. Uh, our understanding is based on what we know of the physical world as we know it today, right? It's based on technology as we know technology today. It's based on science as we know science today. But, you know, there is a, there is a belief system um that comes with us as as humans right and and i incorporate that into you know my sense of trying to get a better understanding 
of our place on the planet. Yes, it's 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 the physical world as we know it through education, there's, there's technology, there's science, but there's a belief system that we have that, that kind of takes us to, to perhaps a, a spiritual realm, an experiential realm, certainly. And I'm trying to figure out, and hopefully on some level, this, this show, you know, kind of holds up a mirror and it has us examining ourselves. I mean, we're going to look at a lot of videos uh, that people deem as unexplained. And we're going to bring you and our other experts on the team together to take a look at this. And But at some point, we need to understand our belief system and why we believe what we believe. And um, I, I hope this show on some level, maybe a subconscious level, holds up that mirror so that we can begin to ask ourselves, you know, what's in our spiritual realm? What is it that we believe and why do we believe it? That that's part of, I think, the potential of the show. I think that's a good question. What do we believe or why do we believe? Where yeah. does the belief come from? I'm gonna that's put, right. I'm gonna put something else on there. Another quote I got. I use it yeah. all the time because I live by it. Seeing is believing, but experiencing is knowing. Seek to experience and you will never have to believe again. Mm. I, Tony, have been, because I am, I do consider myself an experiencer of a myriad of phenomena. Uh, when you have an experience, and even in the midst of the experience, you can say, nah, that didn't happen. Many people do. Hence the reason why they don't go any deeper than uh, the average person. And, and some of us do, like you and I. But when you have an experience and multiple experiences that eventually become irrefutable, I think it's time to take it a little bit deeper than belief and start to explore. Remember, I say yeah. we somehow have a, there's a symbiosis that exists between us as experiencers and that which we are experiencing. And that includes what I like to refer to as non-human intelligence versus ET. Yeah. I think it's a lot deeper than that. That's right. That's right. I, I, you know, I think of, as you were speaking that I was thinking about kind of our backgrounds in journalism and, you know, uh, one of the things we like doing, and I think it's, some, it's probably helpful for the audience of the show as they watch us work through these clips and these videos and, and, and try to explain and render verdicts. You know, we're taking on one of the big questions ever. Perhaps the biggest question ever. You know, yeah, we we have the existential stuff of why am I here? Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? Right? We have those questions, and then beyond that, we get to things like, are we alone in the universe? And what does that mean to even contemplate that? Right? So that's what we're taking on with this show. Never lose sight of that. If you if you come to our show and you watch it, no doubt we're having a good time with this. We enjoy it. But as journalists, as, as we're talking here, Alexis. I mean, we're trying to, to get at one of the biggest questions on the planet. I mean, and so that's that's really exciting for us. If if you're, and I think it's it's exciting for anyone who is curious by nature, as we both are, uh, to be taking on this subject matter is is a lot of fun. And I think if as we get closer to some answers, I, I believe we're going to get some some answers here in relatively short order. Agreed that will confirm a lot of what has been to this point speculation. I think, you know, we're going to begin to put a lot of pieces to a bigger puzzle together. I think so. And I think it's time. And I'll say here, here, I agree with you. Thank you for that. I say, as we, I think before we hit the record button, you and I were talking about the tumult that is swirling around us right now on many levels. 
and how, in my estimation, Tony, that this is not an accident. I say no matter how tumultuous things look, universe is still in charge. And all the cliches apply. The darkest days are before the dawn. We're having a collective dark night of the soul. I wrote a book uh, back in 2014 called Conscious Musings and a chapter called The Dichotomy of Consciousness and the Precipice of Change, meaning that when we see dichotomous situations, which I really feel we're seeing now more than ever, we're yeah. about to get on the other side of it. Question oh. for you. Question, yeah. question, question. Let's talk, let's talk about your old homestead called CNN and a big headline. Kind of big. I mean, it's kind of hard to eclipse the other headlines going on, but you, I'm sure, yeah. are aware of the recent sort of, uh, what would you call it, provision or mandate that was tucked into the $2.3 trillion coronavirus uh, or COVID-19 stimulus package. Yeah, yeah. About 180 day uh, undisclosed or unclassified, I'm sorry, uh, information on UFOs. They're looking yeah, for- That's what I was information. alluding to. You know, that's what I was alluding to. I know you were, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Smart. So what's up? Something's going on, man. A little deeper with my colleagues over there. And, and and the great thing about where we are in this space now is that more and more really credible people are working in this space. And and, and so, you know, um, there are really, really smart people who are digging into this. And, and look, we're going to learn a lot more. And that's what I was alluding to a second ago. We're going to learn a lot more about what the government knows and and um i'm anxious for that i know you're anxious for that and you know i i hope that um that more governments come forward with this information i think we understand why it's been this big secret for so long i mean i i guess governments have been afraid that we wouldn't be able to handle some of the revelations that that may come out when we get more information here in the next 180 days or whatever it turns out to be but I, I've always felt, and I know you believe this too, that you know, it's it, transparency is is the best course of action in all of these things. And you know, most of us take last week or so out of the mix, but most of us are adults and can and grown ups, and we can handle um, you know a, a real discussion on important subject matter. And I, I I'm just happy that you're in the space. Our experts are in the space. That you know, they're dedicated journalists with the New York Times, Washington Post smart people. We know that there's a book from a Harvard professor coming out in a few weeks on this space. And so I'm just, I'm, you know, you, you look at the, the astronomers and physicists who are working in this space, really smart people. Um, I, I'm just happy they're around when this material drops so we can have a real honest conversation about what we're learning in a way that doesn't, you know, frighten or panic people. So exactly. that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm glad that the show is, is here. We're, we're kind of pre-positioned <laughs> in a way. No accident. Uh, no accident. So I'm exactly, exactly. So I'm, you know, I'm anxious to see. I'm excited. I think there are multiple reasons to be excited about the timing of, of this and what may, what revel, revelation may come from this. But I'm excited, I think most of all, Tony, because as a researcher and an experiencer, I will say, I have no bones about saying that, who gets goo gobs of mail and yeah. comments from individuals, pages long in some cases. Alexis, you're not going to believe this, but fill in the blank. Alexis, I've never told anyone, but people are having experiences. Absolutely. It is a ubiquitous phenomenon. And I think it's time we start to acknowledge the elephant in the room. And this is why I say all due respect because of the beautiful work that the History Channel and others like it are doing. I don't know that proof in this way is even going to be necessary as much oh. as or in the way that we think. 
People are having experiences and they are miserable. And some of them, Tony, hear me loud and clear, have contemplated suicide because of the bullying that they're getting about talking about the experiences they were having. If transparency amongst in the mainstream starts to happen and it helps that curve and helps people acclimate to their own reality that they've been struggling with for years, it's well worth it. That's why I do the work that I do. That's it's really a serious cool. thing. Yeah, no, that's that's you know, it's always and I I would intuitively agree with you and from the standpoint that there are people who are really struggling in being able to communicate what they're feeling, what they've experienced, that sort of thing. Intuitively that makes sense. And to the extent that that is absolutely happening, that's that's kind of sad to hear, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we've got to create a space. And I, I think uh, I was mentioning to you before uh, you hit record, I, I, you know, I've been a little fascinated by the conversations as I follow my Twitter feed um, and people's reactions to the show and what they're commenting on. And yeah, we, we understand they're, they're trolls who are just, you know, just blasting away just because that's what they do. Right. But I, I, I've been more moved by the people who uh, appreciate the fact that we're there and, you know, uh, appreciate the fact that we're taking some of these debates that have been marginalized, right, in chat rooms and this, that, and the other, and and bringing them into mainstream living rooms. Um, that's been heartening to me. You never know what to expect in terms of the feedback when you start a program like this. And and so far, it's it's been, it's re- been really heartening. And, you know, given what's... You know, when you see uh, President Trump and then President Obama being asked about UFOs and this, that, and the other by Stephen Colbert and others, and, and you're hearing their coy answers, you're like, wait a minute, hmm. wait a minute. We, we, we really need to take a, a closer look at this. And, and you've been saying that, you know, thank goodness for you and, and the others in the space, you've been saying this forever and working in this space and trying to bring understanding. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I appreciate all the dimensions and the eruditeness. I don't think that's a word. You're so erudite and so damn good at what you do, man. And I'm just so proud to see you representing this heretofore uh, woo-woo space. Ah, not woo-woo, but a little fringe space in a brilliant way. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that, uh, and we had discussions about it in history. And I I, I understood that part of the reason I was being asked to, to join was, you know, a sense of, of credibility and bringing some of that some of that to the space, and and I appreciate that, and 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 I I countered with I'm a curious person, and I don't know, I don't know how if you are curious by nature, you can't be interested in the space, and you know what it leads us to conclude in these cases, and what we're able to find. You know what I say to folks about the verdicts that we reach is, you know, this is the verdict that we're reaching um, based on the information and our understanding at this moment. We also mm-hmm. understand that's always changing and we're going to cop to it if if we issue a verdict on a, a show and have to revisit it because the facts have changed that's a good thing that people will appreciate that i think that's a good thing yeah absolutely yeah so i have to ask you as we begin to wind down because we've been going what oh we're good we're still within the 30 minute mark yeah, yeah, yeah. i told you we were going to change the world in 30 minutes or less so <laughs> i want to know i want to know has Tony had an experience or two that defies logic that you can recall and that you'd be willing to share? No, I haven't. And and, and I was thinking, sure? 
Yeah, is to the I thought about it since signing on to the show, and I've you know I've sort of racked my brain a bit. I mean, if if I have, um, it's it's not in the forefront of my conscious mind. You know, it's not prefrontal or anything like that. I mean, but but um, I was I was thinking about as I was listening to podcasts and you know watching your work and that sort of thing, and I was thinking about whether or not I had had an experience that I could talk about and share with folks and. And I, I couldn't come up with anything. And, and I was, I remember listening to something from Tim McMillan and I've known Tim since he was, you know, a cop in Savannah. He, he did some work with me on another special I was working on. And, and now he's, you know, kind of killing it in this space. Um, and, and he, he can't claim to have had a real experience. And I was beginning to think that my not having an experience that I could really talk about was kind of a disqualifier, right? And then I, I heard him talk about uh, his story and I felt better about the fact that I didn't have anything that I could point to that I was aware of and consciously aware of to say, look, I, I, you know, I've had an experience. And then in an odd way, it, it began to feel like something that recommended me for this kind of work, because at the moment that I do, um, I think I'll be speaking with another kind of level or degree of authority in the space. So I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah. Please. I think you have, and you can't recall it yet. And I, I think, I you're, gonna have, I I think you're going to have an epiphany. Yeah. I, and can I tell you something? Uh, I, the reason I would not deny that is because there is, if you're doing this work and you're doing this work in, in journalism and you're working for the big, you know, the big journalism houses and you come through J school um, or mass comm school, you're, you're taught to think in, in a particular way. And you're, you're essentially taught to dismiss things that you can't quantify. Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. You're, you're taught that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think that part of what's happening and will continue to happen for me um, is that my mind will be open. And I, I approach the work with an open mind. And my guess is that the, the doors are going to swing open wider for me. I would agree with you. And I think for a lot of other people, yeah. no accidents that you're doing what you're doing. It's not one breath that we take that is by accident. So with that in mind, we're going to wind down. I am so delighted. You have made my day. You've made my week. Now I can go do my grocery shopping after we get off the air and I'll be okay. thinking about this conversation. <laughs> where, where are you, Matt? Okay. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt, anything? <laughs> doing Instacart where they deliver it to your, oh. your house. <laughs> That's a whole other oh. thing. I just need you safe is all I'm saying. I need you safe and I need okay. you healthy so that we can, uh, we can do this work. Absolutely. I, I'll give you that guarantee. Speaking of doing the work, guys, I'm talking to you now. Listen, the History Channel is so cool. And by the way, for the record, I have enjoyed the heck out of working with you guys. Such a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to more. But what I love so much about this show is its interactivity. Every show, before you sign off, you invite the audience to lend their suggestions. Do you have any anomalous footage that you'd like us to take a look at? And I believe they mean that. So we're going to post an email below this video where if you've got something you want Tony and myself and the team to take a look at, please do. The email, let's see if I can remember it by heart, is info, info. At, info at the proof is out there.tv. Is that correct? That's okay. it. We'll have something in the lower third. 
as well. So you can, uh, and, and a link, a hyperlink. So you can go right there. I know my journey has got a lot of stuff to share. So get ready for a windfall. There's a lot of stuff that uh, needs to be uh, gone through. And the last thing I'll say to you is, is, is that I want people to continue to support your work um, and, and however they do that and however they choose to do that and however you accept that support. I, I would just encourage people to continue to do that. You know, I will, I, will, I will go on and I will do other shows. I'll do this show and I'll do other content. Yeah. But you, you've dedicated a significant portion of your professional life to this space. And I just want people to, to know how important that is and to support you in whatever way you accept support. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. I do appreciate that. God bless you. And as always, journeyers, God bless you and Godspeed. And we will see you very soon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Alexis.